Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, your host, Pastor Jeremy Coburnett, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, October 3rd, and we're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM, uh, the radio app, the podcast today. Thank you for joining us. And those that are watching on Facebook and YouTube, thank you for tuning in uh, on another beautiful day here in October. I love this time of year. Uh, I know some people, I think they prefer the spring over the fall, and I will say the spring is a beautiful time of year. Uh, but I must say, I think the fall might just be my my favorite. I love it. Uh, nice and warm during the day, nice and cool at night, just perfect. And uh, praise God for another beautiful day we have to serve the Lord. And uh, by the way, we ought to serve the Lord on the rainy days too. And we ought to serve the Lord when it's cold and when it's 100 degrees and when it's 20 degrees or whatever it may be, but I'm thankful for a beautiful day like today, and thank you for taking the time to join us uh, for uh, today's broadcast. I want to say a happy birthday today to Jimmy Clements, and uh, Jimmy, I saw you already tuned in today, and I hope you're doing well. Uh, we appreciate you. A happy birthday to you, and a happy birthday to Mike Mosley, and uh, if you see either of those men today, I hope you wish them happy birthday or send them a message uh, and let them know. Uh, two uh, young men, I must say on this uh, October 3rd. Happy birthday to these two young men. We thank the Lord for you. And uh, then let's be in prayer today and let's look forward to a great service tomorrow night. It's our Wednesday night prayer meeting and Bible study. Now I've been, let's see here, two week, two Wednesdays ago, we had our missionary brother Vaughn. And then last week, we didn't have Wednesday night, but we had Tuesday night with brother Rossi. So it's been a few weeks and I'm looking forward to getting back into our series on the book of Revelation. I'm going to wrap up Revelation 20 and we'll probably get started on Revelation 21, but I'm very excited about it. We're just really wrapping up uh, these uh, next few weeks. We'll finish the book of Revelation. I'm looking forward to uh, getting to do that. I'm excited about our teens. They'll have their service tomorrow night. Our master clubs will be meeting. And then on Saturday, don't miss the harvest party. It's a wonderful time for our church family. And uh, it's not just a particular age group. Uh, we do have things for the kids, but it's for everybody. And I hope you'll plan to come and join us Saturday evening uh, over at the school property for our harvest party. And then Sunday will be a very special day here at church. We have the Lord's Supper Sunday night. And that's always a wonderful service. And I'm looking forward to that. I hope you be in prayer uh, for a great day on Sunday. And let's pray for all the events this week. Pray for our church. I pray for our school. Of course, we have chapel services on Wednesdays. I'm looking forward to the services tomorrow at the school. Uh, let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, pray for all of our ministries. Pray for our members. Pray for one another, uh, some that are sick, some that have lost loved ones. Let's remember them in prayer. And uh, let's ask the Lord to do a great work uh, in our church and ask God to use us. And uh, what a privilege uh, we have to be called uh, the children of God, and then to be able to uh, to encourage and help our brothers and sisters in Christ. And that's what it's all about. And then for those that are not saved, uh, we have a responsibility. We have an opportunity to reach 
teach them while we can. And I hope we'll do that. Here's a great song. Uh, this is a uh, church choir. Uh, I believe it's Brother Tony Hudson's church in uh, Tennessee. And uh, the choir is going to sing, Jesus Spoke to Me. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Hebrews chapter 11. Amen. Aren't you glad for that day that you heard Jesus speak to you? I'm glad uh, that uh, he called me. And uh, by the way, today, if you're not saved, he's calling you. Whosoever will may come. And uh, I'm glad for that. I was preaching about that on Sunday. And I'm glad that uh, that, that word whosoever it means anybody. And uh, anybody can be saved. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever does not mean that everybody will be saved. 
but whosoever means that anybody can be saved. And I'm glad for that. And if you've never been saved, if you've never trusted Jesus, I hope you'll put your trust in him. And if you have been saved, by the way, uh, let Jesus speak to you every day through his word and through the Holy Spirit of God and the preaching and teaching. Uh, I'm thankful that Jesus is still speaking today. And I hope we're listening. I hope we're, we've got our ears uh, tuned uh, to hear what he has to say to us. Hebrews 11 in your Bibles. Verse number 29, we've been talking about Moses, and we're still talking about Moses, but now we're even talking about the children of Israel uh, collectively, because we saw yesterday the, the Passover and uh, the death of the firstborn. That was the final of the 10 plagues, and whoever had the blood applied to their doorposts, the Bible says that that death angel would pass over them. They were spared from judgment, and I'm glad that we as Christians... Uh, because we're saved, we're spared from the wrath of God. We're spared uh, from the punishment of hell uh, because we're saved, not because of anything we've done, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ, it cleanses us from all sin. And so we saw that yesterday, but today we see in Hebrews 11, verse 29, by faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians assaying to do were drowned. Now, there's a miracle here, obviously. They've seen all the plagues and they've seen the, the Passover, but now as they leave Egypt, they get to the Red Sea. And you know this story in Exodus 14, but they get to the Red Sea and they, they can't go through the Red Sea. There's not a bridge. They don't have boats. And the Egyptians have decided they don't want the Israelites leaving like they had at one point said, sure, get out of here. And they're like, wait a minute, we need those people. And so the Egyptians are chasing the Israelites. They get to the Red Sea and they're stopped. And uh, there's the mountains on either side. There's the Egyptians behind them and the Red Sea in front of them. Now, this is a miracle because not only did the children of Israel go through the Red Sea on dry ground, that's a miracle. But then here's what's really amazing, is that the Egyptians tried to go through, and the Bible says that those waters came back down on them and drowned them. We're talking about uh, a grown men. We're talking about soldiers. We're talking about a military. We're not talking about ankle-deep water here. We're not talking about a wading pool. We're talking about God parted the waters of this massive sea so the children of Israel could go through, and after they got through, God brought those waters back down. The same waters that allowed the children of Israel to pass through were the same waters that came back and destroyed the enemies of God's people. Now this took faith. This took faith for them to, to march on, for them to go forward, for them uh, to, to, to not panic, for them to not uh, be paralyzed with fear, but for them to cross over and cross through that Red Sea, it took faith. By faith, they passed through. Aren't you glad that faith helps you to get through, uh, even when you can't see it, even when you can't figure it out? But we see that Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt. Of course, there was the Passover, which is a picture of and a representation of the blood of Christ. And now they get to the Red Sea, and they're at the Red Sea, and they could not save themselves. Uh, they didn't have a trick up their sleeve. They didn't have a plan B. They didn't have another option. They could not save themselves. But aren't you glad God saved them? 
And friend, I want to tell you today, you cannot save yourself. I cannot save myself. There is nothing we can do uh, to earn or merit or receive salvation because of us. It is all because of the grace of God. And God saved his people when they couldn't save themselves. They got to the Red Sea, of course, and Moses uh, uh, stretched out that rod over the Red Sea and uh, with the power of God parted that. But first God said, fear thou not, stand still and see, see what? See the salvation of the Lord. And I'm, I'm glad to tell you, friend, that salvation is available today. Salvation uh, from sin, eternal life in heaven is available today, but also deliverance is available. Victory is available today. We see the Red Sea, God parted the waters. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about maybe a little bit tomorrow about the Jordan River. The Red Sea was different. The Red Sea, God parted the waters and then they walked through. The Jordan River, God parted the waters one step at a time. And, and, and by the way, uh, aren't you glad that the, the Christian life, it is a life of faith, but aren't you glad for salvation? Aren't you glad that God just does it all? He clears the way. He makes it possible for us to be saved. I want to give you a couple thoughts quickly from this verse about the children of Israel and their faith in God. Number one, God protected his people. You see, the Egyptians were coming uh, not to have a conversation. The Egyptians were coming probably to kill, uh, certainly to capture, certainly to bring them back, certainly to put them back in the bondage they were in before. But God protected his people. Now did he protect them by allowing them to get through and then the waters came back and the Egyptians couldn't get over to catch them. But God said, you know, I don't even want you to have to worry about them anymore. Imagine if the Egyptians had not been killed with that, their, their army at the Red Sea. I wonder if the children of Israel would have always been looking over their shoulder thinking, oh no, when are they coming after us? When are they going to come get us? But aren't you glad that God protected his people by not only delivering them, but destroying the enemy? Now think about this. We are saved by the grace of God. We are saved and Jesus Christ not only saved us, but he conquered the enemy. He conquered death. He conquered hell. He conquered the grave. And we know in Revelation, there's coming a day when once and for all, Satan, uh, that old serpent, the dragon, Satan is going to be cast into a lake of fire forever and ever. And so we see that God protects us, not just by delivering us, but by destroying the enemy, giving us victory. And God protects his people and God protects us, uh, which we are his people. Hallelujah for that. Number one, he protects his people. Number two, God proved to his people that he was able to deliver them. Now, friend, God had promised them that they would go to a promised land, the land of Canaan. And God did not bring them out of Egypt for them to die at the Red Sea. God did not bring them out of Egypt just so the Egyptian army would come and capture them and bring them back. God proved that he was able to deliver them. He did what he said. And today I want to tell you, God always does what he says he will do. He proved it and God has proved it over and over and over again to us. Uh, I think one of the greatest proofs is Calvary. God proved his love. Uh, Jesus Christ, when he died, when he offered himself up willingly and freely on the cross, Jesus proved 
that he loved us. He proved that he was able to deliver us. But then I see number three in this passage that God had a plan for his people. God's plan was not for his people to stay in Egypt. Remember even Joseph? He said, hey, when you leave here, I want you to get my bones out of here. Remember we talked about that? Well, God had a plan for his people and it was not Egypt. And when you get saved, God's plan for you is not for you to stay in the world. It's not for you to be the same person. It's not for you to do the same things and go through the same motions. When you get saved, God has a plan for your life. It is a promised land, a land where there was victory, a land of blessings. And when you and I get saved, God doesn't want us to stay in the world. He wants us to experience the blessings and the victory of the promised land. And God has a plan for you, and God has a, a place for me, and God has a purpose for our lives, and that is a purpose not of victory, not of a defeat, but rather of victory. That is a purpose not of just going through the motions, but that is a, a plan of experiencing the riches of God's goodness and His blessings upon our lives. And I'm glad that God had a plan for His people, Israel, but I'm glad that God has a plan for us today. Let's, let's live for that plan and let's live in that plan and let's experience the victory and the blessings of God. Hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.